Happy Friday, everyone. This is the Wild Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Heskett. And this is episode, is this episode 31 or 32? I actually didn't look it up before this, but this is another Unapologetic Friday. So if this is your first Unapologetic Friday, this is raw, it's unedited. It's about 10 to 15 minutes. I will set a timer in a second and we will get into things. If there's, uh, you're listening to this out loud in the car and there's kids, just let you know I'm going to be dropping a bunch of fucks in this episode. So if you don't want kids to hear that, I would recommend turning it off now and listening into it later. But with that being said, um, real quick, uh, we are opening up uh, six spots for um, April coaching starting next week. So if you are interested in hopping on with PwC, we are opening up six exclusive coaching spots, one-on-one coaching spots, and we will uh, be actually today, uh, launching a free 10-day challenge in our Facebook group. So it's not too late to jump in. It's a kickstart challenge. So if even if you miss a day, you can still jump into that challenge. It's just in the Facebook group. There is a form to sign, fill out to sign up, but you can just jump in right away. The form takes you like two minutes and it's in the group. But that's the Wild Nutrition Secrets Facebook group. So let's get into today. There's the timer. Today's topic is hope is for your religion, not your health. This is gonna, uh, this is probably gonna hurt a little bit. So just to let you know, um, it's called Unapologetic Friday for a reason. So, fuck your hope. One thing I do as a coach is ask tough questions. My, literally, my job is to get down and ask the tough questions of a person to actually figure out what's going on. What is actually holding you back? And what's the direction moving forward? People don't like tough questions. Now, get, so getting to those can be very emotional. They're uncomfortable. And that's the fucking point because that's where actual change happens. If you are trying to make any change in your life, you need to figure out the quote unquote why. And if you can't figure out your why, you're going to be fucked because you don't actually know why you're fucking doing something. What's the purpose of it? If it's like, I just want to be healthy, fuck that. Why do you want to be healthy? Because there's plenty of people who don't give a shit about their health. They go around their life fat and happy, um, blood pressure's through the roof, and they don't give a shit. So why do you want to do that? You actually have to figure that out. Or it's just going to be this like weird... A pseudoscience-y metaphorical thing of like health like what the fuck is that what the fuck is health we you need to put something concrete with it which is why when I teach about setting smart goals it's what is the number associated with your goal people don't like numbers because numbers are hard they're cold and they don't give a fuck about your feelings we can argue like the scale goes up and down and is a little wishy-washy, but fuck the scale. We can use other numbers. And I never recommend multi, like uh, just using one number. But if health is like, well, I want to get my blood pressure down. Okay, great. So health means getting your blood pressure lower. Where do you want to get? How many points do you need to drop it? If your blood pressure is 180 over whatever and you want to get it down to 120, okay, we need to drop your blood pressure 60 points. Now we have a number to track. And will that go up and down over time? Yes, but we can create a trend line. Same thing with weight. Like the scale is going to fluctuate, but we can create a trend line. My, uh, the scale is up today for me. Um, I am like, uh, so beginning of the week, I weighed in at like 209.8. If you don't know, I am 
in a dieting phase right now. Uh, this morning before I started this podcast, I am 212 because I was like, fuck it, let's see. And last night I was 210. So the scale is going to fluctuate. You can't, uh, but we can draw trend lines over time. So I started uh, 222, 209.8, began this week. Trend line's going down. Even if it bumps up a little bit, the general trend line is going down. And if it keeps bumping up, it's probably like I'm slacking on some things, which I have been. I definitely have, and I can admit that. But I also know I've been slacking, so if I don't get the results I want, I just dial my shit back in. So hope is fucking stupid when it comes to your health because I'll get on a call with someone, and they don't want to commit to coaching. They don't want to sign up for the program, but everything else has not worked for them in the past. And their answer is, well, I hope I can just lose the weight on my own. I hope I can improve my health on my own. Do you hear that? Like, do you hear how wishy-washy? And that's just like waiting for like God or whatever higher being or some doctor to come out with some medication to like snap their fingers and like, ta-da, here it is. Like, that is fucking stupid. It's dumb. Have... There's no nothing wrong for hope with your religion, hope that the world's going to get better, hope. But when it comes to your health, hope is stupid. You need to take responsibility for your health and have a fucking plan for it, or you're going to end up completely un completely unhealthy. But completely unhealthy. We're going to go with that. I don't think that's actually a phrase, but we're going to say that right now. So, not taking that action, not having a plan is leaving you where you're just hoping. You're hoping one day something magical and that's where you jump on keto. That didn't fucking work, wonder why. Then you jump on um, Octavia, that didn't fucking work, I wonder why. Then you hope that uh, Ozempic's gonna be the, the big thing for you and you ignore all the side, fucking nasty side effects of that. Or you're hoping to uh, get a gastric sleeve or you're hoping that you can do, at no point have you ever come up with a plan. You have relied on something else to create a plan for you. Now, and basically do all the work for you. Now, do I help people with their plan as a coach? Yes. But the difference between something like Octavia, where it's follow this program, don't fucking deviate. Oh, it didn't work for you? Try fucking harder. And say something like PWC, which is my program, is we're going to put you on the path that is your path and you're going to figure it out because ultimately this is your responsibility. And honestly, I don't want to be coaching you forever. That's not the point. The point of my program is for it to be the last fucking program you ever have to do. I might love you as a client, but at the end, like, I want you, like, let's catch up and, uh, in six months and see how, how you're doing. Let's get on a call and like six months after you graduate the program, you're doing amazing, awesome. Let's do like a podcast, let's talk, let's do some stuff. Like that's what I want to do with people. I don't want them in like my program forever. The goal is to get you in, get you results, teach you how to do a long-term, get you out. Now it sounds quick, but usually that takes like six to 18 months for the average person. So you if you're just following something, hoping that's going to be it, what happens when that plan doesn't work? Or what happens when you go off that plan? Because life happens, and every time you've done one of these stupid fucking plans, keto, Octavia, Isogenics, Herbalife, 
every time you've done one of them, you've always fucking fallen off. Yes, you got results maybe during, but then why didn't you stick with it? It got too expensive. Well, then that didn't actually teach you how to do it on your own, to do it more affordable. Um, it, it was too restrictive. Well, that didn't teach you how to do it on your own. So you just left up, you left everything to this program that didn't teach you anything. Um, it was uh, too difficult to do. So they didn't work with you where you're at. They just gave you a cookie cutter program because they're fake coaches that do the program. By the way, if you ever get like a coach, like people, Octavia's the new one for this. They have coaches. They, they've just done the Octavia program. They don't know how to coach. They're like weak. They have like a weekend certification. They don't have years of experience. There's a difference between, say, so I get in arguments with isogenics because it's huge in the area. So there's a difference between a coach that uses isogenic products and a isogenics coach. Coach who uses isogenic products. I don't think the products from isogenics are all that terrible. Some of them, some of them are just fucking garbage, like many supplements. But some of their replacements, they're okay to use. I just think they taste like ass. So there's a difference between, hey, you can use that. People come to me, they're like, I have all this stuff. Great, we can just use that for the time being and then we can go to something that costs literally half the price for the same shit. By the way, there's nothing magical about any of these products. Or you get a isogenic coach is like, you have to take this and you have to do this and this is gonna make you burn fat at night and this is gonna eat the fat away and this and they only know that system. They don't know how to coach a person. They know how to tell you what to do with the system and tell you, try harder. This didn't work, cut your calories more. Do more restriction, do this. Because they have no experience. They've worked with maybe 10 people in six months. Would, do you want a someone who has a weekend's worth of education? They have no formal education in nutrition. And yes, they've lost weight, great. You can accidentally lose weight or people can lose weight all the time just accidentally. Just because someone's lost weight or built muscle doesn't mean they know how to actually help another human being. Just because it worked for them doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to coach someone else. But when you leave all your hope and dreams of your health to this person who doesn't know shit, they don't know anything. They've never taken any like real courses in biology or biochemistry or any formal nutrition education. They have no other nutrition certs from actual accredited nutrition certifications from real companies, not supplement companies or food companies, like companies where their only thing is to create coaches, not sell their supplements. If that's their only education, you are, they're a salesperson. They're not, they're not a business owner. They're not a coach. They are a salesperson. Hopefully that makes sense. They are a fucking salesperson. You are working with a salesperson. You are not working with an actual coach and you've left all your hope to that person. So having just hope, and that might've been a little off track, but we got five minutes. Leaving all your hope, all your health dreams up to this fucking person is a fucking joke. And just saying, well, or, You've done it and now you're looking for something else, but then you realize like real coaches are kind of expensive and yeah, we are because we know our worth and that's, you get what you pay for. 
So when you leave hope just up, like, I just hope, hope what I learned. You didn't learn shit. Like, you didn't learn shit from the other programs because they didn't fucking work. And then information was wrong anyways. Like, they taught you bad information. So you don't actually know shit. We, so usually when someone comes in, we have to unlearn a lot of things. Like, okay, we actually have to change your relationship with food. We have to do all these other things before you can actually like make significant progress because there's so many things that you don't understand due to misinformation out there. And I kind of hate that word because it's gone way too political, but there is like in the nutrition and fitness industry, there's so much dis and misinformation, so much shit because everyone's trying to sh like sell something. So your health. When you leave your health up to hope, you're just hoping that what what you've taught me, I can do on my own. Okay, so you have no concrete plan of how you're actually gonna do this. Like, You can actually lay out a real plan on paper and commit to it that you can do this. Like, it's there. You just hope. Okay, so your health impacts you for sure, but your health also impacts your spouse your kids, your work, and everyone around you. So if you're leaving your health, the one thing you take with you your entire life, money's gonna come and go, people are gonna come and go, but your health is the one thing that you take with you for the rest of your life. You're gonna leave that up to hope. You're gonna leave hope. That's what you're gonna teach your kids, that health is just hope. Like you just hope to get healthy. You're gonna leave it up to hope that you have more energy so you can do better at work. You're gonna leave it, it up to hope that you can have the lights on in your bedroom so you can have sex with your spouse without feeling disgusted about yourself. Like that, you're just gonna leave that up to hope? No, fuck that shit. Hope's not fucking good enough. It's not good enough. So what do you do? You have to figure out the plan and take concrete fucking action and that action starts with just doing the basic you already know the fucking basics i this is the part of coaching that um i don't enjoy actually i shouldn't say coaching it's the part in the like social media i don't enjoy it's re-teaching the basics all the time i don't give a flying fuck that you're worried about the two grams of sugar in your taco seasoning. Insulin and your tacos, the sugar there, it's not fucking causing you to gain weight. You're worried about that when you're binging on ice cream and pretending you're not because you leave that out of your weekly diet report and you're not tracking your food. You know what would make more sense? You actually weighed and tracked your food for a week, but you're worried about developing an eating disorder when you have no history of disordered eating. You're wor so that's like, I'm worried about if I speed once, I'm going to become a fucking NASCAR driver. Like, that makes no fucking sense. Can tracking your food lead to disordered eating? Yes. Is it likely to do that? No. If you have a history of very disordered eating, you should maybe track under the guidance of someone else. You need to have 
a coach there or a therapist there to guide you through that process. If you want to get to intuitive eating, which is like the level where you don't have to track everything, guess what you need to do? You need to understand what you are eating. What's the best way to actually get real nutrition education and understand what's going in your mouth? It's actually tracking and weighing your food so you can see real portion sizes. You can see what actually contains protein, what has vitamins and minerals in it, what has carbohydrates, what has fat. Other than that, like people still think that cookies are carbs or I don't do well with carbs and then they list out a whole bunch of like cookies cake ice cream like if you look at the calories in there they're gonna be down the middle of 50 50 fat and carbs or even slightly higher on fat calories it is not a carb that you're having an issue with but you'll put bananas and potatoes in the same category baked potatoes specifically as a cookie because, oh, I don't do well with carbs. That shows you have a lack of understanding of nutrition, and we need to teach you that. You need to have an understanding of nutrition. You need to learn that over time that, hey, carbs aren't bad. Carbs aren't the enemy. Maybe I have something like PCOS, um, hypothyroidism, or something else where I might benefit from a lower carb, like 100 grams, 120 grams per day and maybe not 200 grams per day of carbs but I now understand what is a carb and what is highly processed bullshit that is tastes delicious and amazing I love a good cookie or brownie but it's not actually a carb it's a carbon fat source it's that's what that contains oh and that's what the magic of tracking like you put that in and you now understand but tracking also only works if you weigh and measure your food if you're just guesstimating it doesn't work because you're going to under report which is researched most people majority of people under report how much they're eating and if you don't think you're guilty of this most people under report it i believe when i looked it up last it was like by 500 calories which is enough to gain a pound of body fat a week, give or take a little bit. It doesn't actually work that way, but it's close enough. So leaving things up to hope is not fucking good enough. Leave hope to your religion. Leave hope to saving the world. Leave hope to those things. But when it comes to your health, something you can take action on, that you can actually make steps for, that you can get working on today. Like nothing is stopping you from drinking more water today, really. Other than like if you're in the car for like a really long time and you don't want to pee every 15 minutes. But at the same time, nothing's stopping you from picking up apples and a protein shake at the convenience store if you're in the car versus snacky bullshit. Nothing's stopping you from that. Nothing stopping you from deciding that I'm not going to snack anymore. I'm only going to snack around these times. If you don't have self-control, then you need to develop that self-control or be aware that you're just going to pass that down to your kids. So just so you know, like not having just leaving up to hope and never addressing these toxic habits you have that are ruining your health, you will pass along to your kids because they are watching you. So you can, you can uh, just pretend that they're not watching and hope 
hope for the best or actually take fucking action and be like, no, this is what this is. As an adult, you do this. We don't snack on snacky bullshit. That's kid food. And as an adult, you have that like once a day after dinner or mid afternoon, we have a fun little snack, but that's it. That's what adults do. Now, I'm not telling you exactly how you should do it, but that's a great example. That was a great example from a book I read, uh, uh, French Kids Eat Everything, of that culture of not snacking. Like, snacking adds in, like, four to 600 calories to everyone's day. Four to 600 calories. And that's, that's the middle, middle of the road. If, so, if you don't understand statistics, the average means that 50% eat more, 50% eat less. So, if you have an issue with snacking, that's probably the bottom end of your snacking calories, four to 600. You're probably gonna be pushing more than that, which means snack foods are empty calories. So you're eating four, six, eight, a thousand calories of empty calories, sugary, fatty bullshit that is taking away from your health, not adding to your health, taking away from your health. Or you can kind of start to get that under control Eat bigger meals filled with veggies and lean protein. Learn how to cook and make those taste better. Do those things or uh, pay for a meal plan service that delivers you those foods in the right portions for your goals if you don't have time to do that. But we are way over time. So hope is not something you want to leave to your health. Hope is bullshit hope you leave for your religion health is something you can take action on you can take action on that right fucking now you can pick something you can make a conscious decision right now of how you're going to actually improve your health and if you don't know what you're going to do or you are going to run back to a diet that didn't fucking work again like weight watchers Octavia, Isogenics, Herbalife, Paleo, Keto, any of those bullshit diets that don't actually teach you how to have long-term success that are unsustainable, then that's where you need to reach out and ask or work with someone who can actually guide you through the entire process so you can learn long-term. Because health is not today. Health is the next couple decades of your life. So define what health means to you. So my definition for health, actually I don't have it in front of me. I should have brought it in front of me. But my definition for health is that I want to live till I'm 90 plus years old, active. Ideally 100, 100 years old, active. Not in a fucking nursing home, not on a thousand meds. I want to live that long. I want to be there, be able to do whatever I want with my kids and with my wife at a drop of a hat. When I go hiking 10 miles, I can do that. When I go backpacking for the weekend, I can drop and go do that right now. When I go rock climbing, I can drop and do that right now. Whatever my daughters ask me, I should be able to, at the drop of a dime, be able to go do that thing. And I can also protect them and provide for them, which means I can uh, learn to hunt. I can garden, I can do those things, and I'm in shape enough 
no, holding a gun isn't good enough. Being able to just shoot isn't good enough. You can, I can fight I can, and protect them with a gun, with a knife, with hand-to-hand. That means you have to be in fucking shape. Those things. So, not being on meds, living a long time, being in shape, that's my definition of health. Not saying it's for you, but maybe it's got in your mind working like, okay, what does health mean to me? And then what are the things I can track to be able to do those things? So what can I track? For example, there's a lot of people who compete in like free gun and stuff, but they're really out of shape. And I see you guys, I just saw someone wouldn't sign up for coaching, but dropped easily three grand. I saw what it was. I saw her AR. I know how much bullets cost. And I saw the red dot that went on there. Easily three grand, probably more on the new rifle. Already had a rifle, bought a new one. Like, okay. So you didn't sign up for coaching. You have bought probably your fourth or fifth AR-15 with the setup. You dropped three grand, probably closer to four to five grand on that. But coaching was too expensive. That shows priority. And if you think that, okay, well, I'm going to have this and this is going to protect me. Like what happens if you can't get to it? Or what happens if uh, they get in too close and push it out of the way and you can't use it? You're fucked if you don't know. Or you get in that situation and you just have a heart attack because your heart's not able to handle the massive adrenaline spike that occurs in a fight or flight situation like that. Yeah, the people forget about the, oh, I'll just pull out my nine millimeter, great. Your heart, you are on the verge of needing a triple bypass surgery. Uh, you think your heart's gonna be able to beat at 160 beats per minute, really? Or are you think you might run into an issue where you might collapse because you go into AFib and yeah before you can even get a shot off. Think about that. Okay, that's way off topic. But that is a lot of people in my main Facebook group because I'm a hunter, obviously, so I attract those people. And that's something I saw recently. I on Facebook, go through, I try to comment on people's stuff and support them. I see a lot of great things, but then I'll see occasional things on like this person, like we had a conversation she didn't want to sign up for coaching because money was an issue, and yet, here we are, or not an AR, but maybe it's a new bow setup. And it's like, look, you just dropped two grand on a bow. Like you're, you have three bows, and they all work just fine. Why do you need a new one? I get priorities. That's your hobby. That's great. You won't be able to do your hobby much longer if your health just plummets, or you don't strengthen up your shoulders, you don't improve your body because it's going to just deteriorate. Don't leave health up to hope. Take action. Do your thing. Reach out if you need it again. Uh, last reminder, man, we're pushing 30 minutes now. So let's wrap this up. Six coaching spots opening up for April. If you want one-on-one coaching, sign up, send a message. Um, you can either reply, uh, chris at protect dash and dash provide.com is my email or just message me on social media links will be down in the show notes if you like this episode make sure to go and give it a five star rating and leave a review the reviews help not only me um, 
uh, change up the episodes and figure out what you guys like and don't like, but it also helps others find the podcast so the podcast can grow and we can get the message out there to more people. Thanks for tuning in. Happy fucking Friday. Enjoy your weekend and go kill it out there, guys.